A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming up on the Holderness Family Podcast, the doctor is in, even though we're not doctors. We're giving unqualified marriage advice. No, but we're qualified. We answer all of your questions. Basically, every episode is people telling not only you guys, but also us how to be better at this, no matter how bizarre they may be. Our goal with this podcast is to help you learn. Yep. And you just learned. You just got learned. We do fight. Here are our rules of engagement. We don't scream at each other. We do not name call. We don't interrupt each other. We work through it and make sure that our kids see a resolution. And of course, Dr. Phil makes an appearance. Okay, the real you is the person sitting in front of me bearing her soul. The fake you can go pound salt. Let's get started. Welcome to the Holderness Family Podcast. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. And, you know, we're normally those YouTube, Facebook, silly video people who make uh, those kind of cheesy music videos and a couple of skits out there. And we've gotten so many wonderful responses from it. And we've gotten so many followers and subscribers uh, by seeing our daily life. This is a podcast that we would also love if you could subscribe to. I see what you did there, Penn. Yeah. Yeah. We, so when you subscribe, you hit that little button on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. It really helps in this like weird algorithm world. It helps other people find us. And we would love it if you guys uh, could just join us in this journey. Yeah. We do one once a week. And a lot of times we bring experts on. Mm-hmm. to help us be better people. That's really what this is about. It's a journey for us to be a better couple, yeah. to be better parents, and also to be better individuals. So we tackle all kinds of topics, um, and we tackle them together, and sometimes we don't agree, a lot of the time. And, uh, and that's okay. We right. talk our way through it. And so this week, we've been, we've been doing this for about a year now, right? Mm-hmm. And we realized recently that we're kind of, sort of qualified to talk about it and answer your questions. Yeah. So, More qualified than we were a year ago, for sure. Absolutely. And today is a very special episode. Today, we are answering your relationship questions. And there are some good ones in here. And the first one is my favorite, which is like all about therapy. And Penn gave, gives some real advice on how to get your, your partner who might be reluctant to join in. Yes. And we look, any, any answer that we're going to give you today is based on personal experience. It's not necessarily based on going to school to learn how to, uh, <laughs> to talk to people, to therapize. Um, but sometimes you just need to talk to a, a peer. And yeah. I don't mean someone who's urinating. I mean someone who's, who's at your level. Um, and so as a peer, uh, let's, let's start it up. Welcome to your marriage counseling session. We're going to talk like this the whole time. We're going to talk like this. <clears throat> That's how professionals talk. 
This is a very special episode. We put out some questions in our Facebook group and got so many great comments. We're giving unqualified marriage advice. No, but we're qualified. Right. It's so funny. Right before this, you told me not to say the word unqualified. I know. And it just came out. <laughs> I know. that. Welcome to my marriage. Well, I think that here's what makes Rule number one, learn to laugh at each other. Yes. Um, I, I think that what makes us qualified to give these advice, uh, these advice. Yep. Wow. My mm-hmm. coffee is not kicked Did in. you uh, bring some more up? I did. Okay, good. Um, is we live together, we work together, we parent together, and we still love each other. I agree. We do love each other. The other thing that, that I think qualifies us is that we have we have decided to do the work, and yes. we're very open about that. But yes. we um, we have I I don't know if, if it's like professional therapy, but we are definitely entering into some kind of therapy with you guys listening. Yes. You know, when Christopher comes in, basically every episode is people telling not only you guys but also us how to be better at this. Yeah, and that's um, our goal is to be really really transparent and. Um, and again, we say this like we are passengers on this flight. Um, we are in, and we're doing the work and marriage is worth doing the work for, I believe. Um, you're, what are you looking at me with those dreamy eyes? Yeah, I'm ready to roll. Oh, okay. So we put out these questions and we're going to get to some of them today, some of them in future podcasts, all great ones. And what I love the most is about this online community is that I start recognizing names and I feel like, oh, I'm friends with her. And like, we're not friends in real life. We're just internet friends. But Brittany Campos, I recognize her name because she leaves great comments. I'm curious what made you two to decide on doing marriage counseling as a checkup. And that is a question we get a lot. And it's it's a fair question because there, like a lot of things in life, if someone brings that up to someone else, there is a belief that there is an undertone, right? right? That that we're in trouble. For example, if you say, Penn, I think we should go to counseling, it doesn't have to mean, Penn, our marriage is in trouble. Right. It means, Penn, I think there are ways that we can grow together um, that we should explore. Not even that we're not exploring. There's a positive way uh, to look at it. And I think that has to come out in the language right. when you talk about it. And I, I, I let me just like lean into some gender stereotypes just because in my circle of friends, I was I felt so happy that I had a girlfriend say, hey, we listened to our podcast. We listened that you guys get marriage counseling as a checkup. My husband is now, they have a great marriage, but um, sorry, that was, my, if you guys hear a ding, that was my phone. So sorry. Um, my my husband is now willing to to go just get this checkup. And and so that made me so so happy. I have other friends in my circle that would re- the the marriage would really benefit from like a deep dive. And the husband has been um, reluctant. So I'm not mm-hmm. always going to say that it's the man that's reluctant. But what I would say is you would never okay, like you would never send your kids out to play in the final four without having first practiced. Right. That's you, a good metaphor. I know he they, was talking about. You're this. like turning into Mindy McKnight I, I, right no, now. No, honey, I, no, but <laughs> no, I, it's great. No, no, we talked to Mindy McKnight last week. If you remember, she used a lot of metaphors. Well, no, but it's true. Yes. Why would you send your like? Why would you try to do this marriage thing without practice, without drills, without work, without doing the work? And why wouldn't you do that early on? And I can give you the gender stereotypical answer, right? To that, that is that men. And I am. I was one of these people. You were one of those men. You were. You were a man. You it, were a man. Not there, anymore. You have to be careful with us. We're like a flipping china doll. Sometimes our emotions. You know what I mean? Okay. And so it that it, that emasculates men when when they hear something like that. That you need help. Yes, that emasculates men. It's just like trying to help with anything else in life when you say something like that. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but that is the reason why. This happens. And so that's why I believe the solution, and I think that your metaphor is perfect about practice, is is positive language when you bring it up. Yeah. I mean, a, a part of me is like, get over yourself. But it's true. It, it, it is true that there is I, – I, I do know in our marriage when, when you have to – I, I was actually surprised when I brought up going just to get a checkup um, that you were like, yeah, let's do this. And um, – I, I was really thankful for it because I've just, my my parents. I've talked about this. They're divorced. They were married for twenty seven years. They went through five marriage counselors. Dude, they tried. And I will say this about counseling: 
that you have to, it, it it's it is like dating somebody you have to find a good match because yeah. i've been through enough therapy just on my own that these are all lovely hardworking people but some people you just don't sync with and you have don't give up if you get somebody that is just not going to jive and don't give up if the first time is just a lot of like nodding and grunting hmm. from your from your reluctant spouse. Yeah, and you made a really good point there. You, you mentioned your parents. Okay, right. my dad was he was a pastor and a marriage counselor, and he went to marriage counseling. Right. I think those are. I think your parents and our parents set a really good example for us, right. saying like, "Look, we're we're going to go do the work." So think about the the example that you're going to set for your kids when you do this. Right. And of course, your kids are going to have the same response that a lot of guys do, which is, "Are you guys going to get a divorce?" No. I know. We're going because we're we're going to do the work. And I think it's just so worth it. And here's the annoying part you have. I've done, again, I've done enough therapy and I, I found a therapist. She was so sweet. Like two years ago, I was just working through this like one thing in my life. And, um, she did a lot of, well, how does that make you feel? And I wanted to scream. I'm like, no, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to say. And I wanted her to just solve it for me. And I, and now I know that that's just like not how it works. Like the the gift of therapy is like you were you're paying for it. A lot of insurance covers it, so it's not overwhelming. Right. That you have to do you have to do the work, and it forces you. And in a couples therapy, um, they give you fun assignments like go on a date night, talk about these five things. I will say, like your dad was a, a pastor. I think he was a great marriage counselor. Christopher's our pastor and a great marriage counselor. But the faith here's here's my caution with the faith based. Pa- pastors i've gone to faith-based um like a pastor before christopher uh not to name the names but the answer was like let's let's pray it away i do believe in prayer i'm i love me some jesus but there are some things that like that does not like i i I need it's tuesday i of course i'm gonna pray about it but like give me some actionable items so just be just make sure it's a really Make sure it's a really good fit and don't give up if it's not the first time around. And if, hey, if, if prayer helps you guys with of your course. relationship, go with it. We're, we're not going to talk about that a ton here because we're not ordained. <laughs> so uh, we're, <laughs> no, we're going to. And, yeah. and, and Christopher says like the, one of the most intimate things you can do with your spouse Absolutely. is pray with them. Yep. And that was like an assignment that he gave to us. Do it every and, night. And we. And it was weird at first because I'm like, I say a little prayer in my head and then all of a sudden I have to say things out loud. And it was like a really weird thing. But um, like, why was it weird? I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Prayer good. That's not our forte. Let's put it that way. But let's let's continue with the. Okay. This is a really good one from oh, okay. Vanessa. Go for it. Here, oh, did you have No, one? no, you go. Go oh, ahead. It'll be quick. Um, Vanessa, I'm not going to say your last name just to protect you. Is it normal behavior for a man to eat food after the dog had it all up in her mouth? <laughs> no, Vanessa. That um, is, I don't know what that means. Like if the dog chewed, like if you dropped a chicken wing on the floor and the dog had it, and then would you pick up the chicken wing and eat it, Pen? Is that something you would do? I have done it before. Okay, um, so maybe it, it is normal, it, it, Vanessa. Well, yeah, honestly, I'm sorry. Vanessa, it depends on the food, okay? If it's a potato chip that's gotten all soggy, it. you're going to let it go. If it is a perfectly cooked, rare New York strip steak, steak with Montreal seasoning that you spent two hours marinating. It, so, yeah. so not And just, then put yeah. on the grill. Okay. I'm going to eat that steak. In fact, that sounded very specific because that's exactly what happened to me. Okay. My, <laughs> my dog oh, got a bite of my New York strip. I now men will we are look we're hygienic we'll wipe it off with like a paper towel or something or maybe even I mean maybe even go the next step and run it over some water so okay this is you are really getting deep in this explanation so I'm guessing Vanessa yes it is normal sorry that's not the answer I was expecting yeah can I also I've, I've always wanted to google this because I've had people say you know dogs tongues are cleaner than human tongues which I have a hard time believing when I hear my dog just licking the absolute mess out of any part of their bodies whenever they feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just Googled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on to Snopes. Dog tongues are not cleaner than human tongues. In fact, dogs contain more than 600 types of bacteria on their tongues. Okay. I uh, don't care. That's a good steak and I'm going to eat I, it. I really, our goal with this podcast is to help you learn yep. and help you live better you just lives. Learned. And you just <clears throat> learned. You just got learned. Okay. 
Moving um, on. Okay, weird. Uh, this is Jillian McKender. I'm going to say their full names because I feel like we should thank them for these questions. Yes. Jillian McKender. <clears throat> weird question and probably not one with a general answer, but uh, do you have any suggestions for a situation when one spouse is hesitant to share their opinion forcefully, but the Ooh. other spouse doesn't pick up on their subtlety? Ooh. All right. Um, and then it moves on to say, uh, any tips on how to be more assertive without feeling like I'm being rude and or how to make my thoughts clear would be awesome. That is a very good specific question, and it is something that I think we have a little bit of perspective on. Do, oh, do you want me to, yeah, me to I, I'm okay. interested. So she said hesitant to share their opinion forcefully, but the other spouse doesn't pick up on their subtlety. Yeah. So you are being subtle about something that you were forcefully opinionated on, and you were expecting your spouse to read your mind to read your mind yeah and uh christopher has taken us down this path many times and the simplest answer we can go into the minutia of it the simplest answer is the the most success you will have in marriage is when you ask the other person what you, or you tell the other person sorry what you want yes at mature mm-hmm. marriages tr- uh marriages based on trust and forgiveness and grace um Th- those marriages, you ask for what you want, yeah, and you say it. And I, I, what I'm sensing, if you don't trust your partner to be able to get through the argument that may ensue, uh, you gotta, you gotta do a little digging there. And if you don't feel comfortable for what you're asking, like you just, you just need to do a deep dive. I, there was a period in time, both of us, we just assumed the other knew what we wanted, knew what we needed, and that you will get nowhere. Well, and and another thing is you will ask something subtly, you will get a subtle answer, and then you've got double subtlety, and no one knows what the heck is going on. And it just deals to a lot of resentment, quite honestly. Sometimes it can. I'm trying to think of like an example for this. Uh, that, that you and I have gone through. Well, this this comes to a head a lot of time in our business because we have very idea yeah. uh, different ideas about how we should be working, how what, the type of content we should be focused on, and I I feel like we used I used to tiptoe around it a little more, mm-hmm. and even if it's a bad idea, I have the guts. Even if it's like if this causes a fight, I'm I'm going to stick to it. Um, and but also know that there are like peacetime conversations and there are wartime conversations. Meaning, if it's you know if if we are in the middle of like we're picking up this one from basketball practice and taking this one to band practice and then there's a band concert and then we have to do like that is not a great time to start a really serious conversation with me, and and so that's just know know your timing around that, right. but don't avoid it for too long. Timing is one thing. So, I mean, subtlety is the other thing. I, I get what she's talking about, though, because you've said to me, just tell me what it is that you want. And then sometimes when I've told you what I want, you've said your tone is a little bit harsh. So there is a line that needs to be crossed. Things need to be uh, not line that needs to be towed. Things need to be said respectfully. And so really what sh- what she's asking is, how do you say it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a way to, to go in between. Uh, there are a couple of tips that Christopher has given us. One of them is the three, the three things of affirmation followed mm-hmm. by the thing that you really feel like saying. And you can say all three of those things very clearly. Yes. And I think I know like the hammer's about to drop when I hear, you are my favorite person. <laughs> you are an amazing mother. And I just, I value our relationship and that we've built and the example we can set for our kids. Also, I want to go on a five-day ski trip with my friends or something like that. Like, I know the hammer is about to drop right. when I get the three positives. Or I really didn't appreciate when you talk to X like that or something. I'm trying to think of yeah. uh, an example. No, that's fine. I mean, that's that's how the three things work. But for her, this is about, for Jillian, this is about something that she wants. It is fairly clear that this is about something that she wants. She wants to know how to be more assertive without feeling like she's being rude. Mm-hmm. And I think when you talk about what you want, Instead mm-hmm. of what the other person is doing wrong, that automatically puts you in a better spot mm-hmm. where you're not being rude. And you tell the person why what you want will make you a better person and make you a better couple instead of why you want to stop something that you think is destroying the marriage. So there's that negative versus, versus positive, positive assertions. And that's really where the, the line is crossed between being rude and um, 
and making progress because yeah, assertive is not bad. No, not not if you say it positively. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's that, that's my advice. And I, so, Jillian, we've as you can tell, we've been through this before. Yeah, and I th- and we've learned to just ask for what you want and ask for what you need because. Gosh, it like underlying resentment in a relationship is just this like. It, 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 listen, every every marriage has a valley uh, for sure. Like there are peaks and valleys, and in if it, if resentment and contentment is is the underlying yeah is it's um it's not ideal. So, yeah. but 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 to sum trust, up, yeah, yeah, to trust. sum up, try to trust each other or just do trust each other. Um, tell them what you want. And tell them respectfully. So being direct and being rude are not the same thing. Being direct and being uh, honest and being as positive as possible, I think, are the ways to do it. Um, and if you know, if he or she cracks back at you defensively, um, which sometimes happens, I would just remain calm. Yeah. We will get right back to that in a second. But first, we want to thank our friends at Care Of. They support us, so please support them. Winter blues, bye-bye. You're out. The sun is shining, and it's time to get back into that routine that empowers you and make you feel like the healthiest. Yeah, right? you're so psyched about the end of oh winter blues. We actually left for a few days, and we came back, and there's leaves on the trees. I, I, that does something for you, it, doesn't it? it? It's yeah. exciting. So Care Of, they have a fun online quiz that asks you about your diet, health goals, lifestyle choices. only takes five minutes to find out your personal scientifically backed recommendations for vitamins protein powders and more it can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you you should be taking but care of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest care of now offers protein powders are available in individual packets for on the go uh use in just tubs just have a whole tub of it just tubs just tubs all personalized for your fitness gold and dietary preferences so get this guys you get 50% off your first care of order go to takecareof.com enter promo code holderness 50 that's 50% off your first care of order go to takecareof.com enter holderness 50 there were many questions about like to fight or not to fight mm-hmm. um I, we had a podcast we called it stay in cleveland and we didn't really talk about our rules of engagement we do fight and we believe we and we fight uh, in front of our children. Here are the, our rules of engagement. We don't scream at each other. We do not name call. We don't interrupt each other. And we work through it and make sure that our kids see a resolution. It doesn't always happen right there. Like it doesn't happen like on premises sometimes, but we do go back to our kids and say, Hey, you, you heard us, you heard us arguing about something. I just want to let you know, we're great. It, it, we worked it out. And just so they know that that's going to happen in their relationships within their friendships. And they need to know that it's okay to stand up for yourself. It's okay to stand up for what you want and fights are going to happen. By the way, we're not perfect at this. Uh, I let Kim answer all those questions because the only reason I'm good at fighting is because eventually I get terrified that my wife is going to stop talking to me and I crave her attention and affection so much that I just <laughs> give up. I'm serious. <laughs> he pulls the ripcord. I pull, it's called pulling the ripcord. And when it gets to a certain point, I just say, you're right, honey, which, uh, it's you know. It's very frustrating to me. Oh, really? <laughs> it is. Is it? I'm sorry. It's. Do you think it's great for me, yeah, honey? Do you think I enjoy doing that? I'm Let's trying fight to now. Let's start a fight now. And well, I'm, I, I mean, I am trying to break the habit, but you are not great at letting <laughs> things go. So if, one if, of us has to let things go. No. Oh, I am a professional <laughs> grudge holder, so I'm working on that. No. Um. But no, 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 no. I get frustrated when I have. It is not easy for my instinct is I'm a runner. So meaning when things get my <laughs> you say, let me out of the car and you walk away, which, by yes. the way, isn't great either. No, I know what I'm saying. Like my instinct is to like tuck and roll and to like get out of a situation. <laughs> 
Um, so if I stay in the discomfort, if I if I put myself out there, I stay in the discomfort, I've asked for what I want, and then you're like, and I know you well enough to know that I know that this is not what you want, and, but you're, you are, so you're like, okay, fine, fine, I'll do that, whatever you want. Like, that is not solving. No, you kick the can down the road, and we bring it back up like a month later. Right. So... I'm, we're, we're trying to tell you guys that we're not perfect when it comes right. to this answer. We are aware of it, and we are talking about it. Right. Um, another thing that Christopher calls, he calls it stay in Cleveland, meaning you stay where the fight is. So if our, I'm trying to think of our last fight, it was probably about money. Right. Um, and it- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. We will have a conversation. We don't let it get to, well, you're always going out and doing this and you spend, you know, like we let it be the present fight before moving on to the next, like, well, you don't do anything around the house. Like you you stay in that right. discomfort. Right. And, and Christopher used Cleveland as a metaphor for discomfort. I love the city of Cleveland. Yes, we do. Um, uh, my friend but, Tiffany Tucker is the main anchor there, one of the stations. But I think his point was like Cleveland in January. And you really don't want to stay in Cleveland in January. You want to go to Florida or you want to go to Acapulco. Yeah, I mean, like you want to get out of there because that that is currently uncomfortable to you. So that's what the metaphor is, because the argument goes from Cleveland to Miami, and then it's over in San Francisco, where the original argument should be in Cleveland, right? And um, kind of like t- tackling that one at a time. And I think it's <laughs> the fights are rarely like, oh, okay, that happened, and we have a perfect resolution, and we're great. It is a daily walk through issues, especially yeah. especially when it comes to money. And there were a lot of money questions there which i think are like a whole separate podcast because like sex and money man that are the those are the biggest fights that couples have around marriages and then how how one controls money how one spends money it is it it is its own separate podcast Catherine james one spouse making the bigger paycheck sometimes it feels like my decisions don't count because i'm not the breadwinner which can lead to hard feelings yeah, thought I would throw that out. There. Yeah, we walked that, and in that, um, when we moved to Raleigh, I quit a job. We were making the exact same amount of money in New York City. Right. We moved to Raleigh. I didn't have a job for a brief ter- period of time. I have to say, you handled it really well in terms of like there was no like mine, whatever. But we, I mean, we weren't. We only had one paycheck. I did at least once 
because we were strapped financially, right. try to leverage the fact that I am the one who makes the money into going on a trip with my buddies. Yes. I'm sure I did that at least once. You did. And, and-, and I got called out on it. And it did lead to hard feelings. And the, the comeback should be so easy. Whether or not you are a parent or just someone who is around the house, um, what it is that you do with that relationship is quantified by so much more than money. Yeah. Right? And and I think and, and it's And if you're a mom, yeah, I mean you make more money than the I and know. you stay home, you make more money than anyone in arguments. Yeah. Or you should. Because that is the most difficult and most important job that there is in the world. But it was suffocating and that's it's honestly why and some marriages work great with one parent, you know, not or one one member like not earning the same amount of money. We didn't we didn't do great at that, quite honestly, and which is why I I went back to work because I per, you you did do that well, I make the money. I'm going to go on this trip even though we couldn't afford it. And I think you ended up not going on the trip. Um but it was suffocating to me to not have the the, the ability reason. to say I I I deserve to and I want to do this. And I don't know and I'll say this, you internalized some of that. Like you never said it out loud. You never said, "Honey, I want to take this money and do this." Um, well, there wasn't money, so right. it was, but I would have just said, "Put it on the credit card." I, I would just, or like, let's dip into, let's get a reverse mortgage in our house so you can go to Acapulco with your friends. Acapulco. I would have said that. Acapulco. I know. I keep saying that. Is that even a place anymore? Of course, right. I guess. Do people go there? I mean, the love I feel boat like was growing there? up, that was the, the hey, love, let's go to Acapulco. Like the love boat was there, right? Is that where they docked? I think it was. I think that's why I'm saying it over I and over love again. Love boat. But what if it's like a made up place? <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I do another one? <clears throat> oh my gosh, please. Varick Padun. Varick Padun. Varick, V E R I C E A D U N. How about decision fatigue, where one of you is the go to person for decisions 90% of the time? Oh, for the love. How do you get a decision break? The other is just a go with it, you decide attitude. We have talked about this as well. Oh, for the love. This is why I'm the worst on uh, an adult vacation because I show up and I say, literally, I I don't even know where we're staying. Just tell me what the best, actually. Well, I I go with the flow so much. And here's my line of like, I've made every decision for four people for 12 years, and I am so tired of it that once we go on a trip once we're lucky enough to take a trip i don't want to make any decisions so even if we're parked in the holland tunnel for a week i don't care because i didn't have to decide on you it. don't pack any of your toiletries i don't oh my gosh i don't <laughs> i have been, i'm so responsible in every other area of my life when it comes to packing for a trip i lose the decision fatigue is real yeah and so i i would i would personally love advice on this sure and we, well yeah. chris actually gave us some and we, so I have to say, I have, I think part of it is my fault because I've taken super control. I've gone like hyper control on things. And so the, what I have been doing, and this is like in the last six months to a year, I've outsourced and then I've had to be okay with it. So I've said things like, Penn, you have to, you are in control of this. And if it doesn't get done, I have to be okay with it kids down to like what our, our kids are like packing their lunches i so i like to cook and so i like to prepare my kids lunches because i feel like that's me taking care of them but like okay come on like they need to pack their own lunches like, they do yeah. also also they eat they're more likely to eat lunches that they pack than lunches that you pack have you noticed that yeah but just those little tiny i've taken those little <clears throat> tiny things away and then right. and i've been able to trust other people more and and so also, uh, very, I would say, Varric, uh, that we could get into the secret contract conversation here. Because if you are doing 90% of the things, it is because you are unspokenly doing 90% of the de- things and making 90% of the decisions. Uh, and if you do it once about a certain thing, life is a series of cycles, people are going to expect you to make that decision again, right. as long as it didn't end in disaster. So what you have to do is just stop making the decisions. Yeah, and let people know. I mean, you've If made, they're ones that you don't want to yeah, make. You've made the secret contract to be the person that always fills the toilet paper roll. Um, so you have to be the mature person and not put it on Instagram stories when they go like seven days without toilet paper. That was me. Uh, but you have to say, like, this is what I need you to do. And right. I bet your family would step up. 
This next question is from Pepper, and I love the name Pepper. Uh, Penn, Penn touched on it briefly in the last podcast in regards to his fear of you leaving him or other men flirting. Could Penn dive a little deeper in how he manages this? My spouse travels for his job a couple weeks per month, and it's always on my brain and has caused panic attacks that will wake me from a dead sleep. We've been married 17 years, and he's done nothing for me to question him, but there's still this irrational fear that I can't shake. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I, I've felt those panic attacks. They they make you feel ashamed, right? Because you can't because it's who you are. Right. You can't tell yourself not to feel that way. Um, and just for your spouse, if they're like, just stop feeling that way. Um, it like you can't just do that. You can't just do that without doing right. at least a little bit of work and some communication. Mm-hmm. So for me, I tell I start by telling my wife about this. And I make sure she knows that I know that it's irrational because I do trust her. Yeah. Right. So I start with that. I don't say, I just had a dream that you're doing this. Where are you right now? What are you doing? What did you do the last four hours? Where have you been? How do I know you haven't been doing this? I don't go into an accusatory term. I just, I, I tell her so she can know how I'm feeling about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, it is, um, to, to me, it's, I'm glad you say it's irrational because, again, just like your husband, Pepper, I've done nothing. I hope I've done nothing to make you like feel like that's an option. But that is um, – it does – when I hear you say it, it, my instinct is like, are you crazy? That's like, not the, that's I, I know, not but yet. I don't respond like that. Right. And then I feel bad that I haven't done enough to like get you to trust me. Um, and so I, is there something I could do that would help you? Yes. I don't think it's about you. I don't think it's about you doing something. It's about us. It's about the people on the other side of it. Um, for, and for me, and I think I've told you, I think I finally told you like what I want and what I need for this. It's not for you not to go on these trips. It's not for you to constantly be doting on me and saying, I love you. I'll never leave you because that's not who you are as a person. It's just these little things. So for me, I need to, like, I would love to hear from you more while you're on a trip, if possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to hear from you, um, you know, if you're going out like with a bunch of girls and you're going out until four o'clock in the morning and you've actually gotten better at this, you'll like text me. By the way, you never go out till four o'clock in the I morning. I say, are you kidding me? <laughs> but you'll text me at like two a.m. If, if you're out that late, good night. I love you. Right. I'm home. Um, because that's and, and honestly, I may already be asleep, but I may wake up in the middle of the night and think, I wonder what my wife's doing. There's that text back to sleep. She loves me. It's good. And I look. I, I'm, I'm not saying this is a normal solution. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I, 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 you ask what I want. I don't need you to check in all the time. But if you let me know when you're going to bed, uh, and maybe one other time during the day, if you like keep in touch with me, that does help me personally. Yeah. Um, but I also don't want to cramp your style, so I, it could be really quick, or you could say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to be you know radio silence here for a while. I love you." Yeah. But uh, you've gotten better at that. No, totally. And I I guess I, you know I I have trust issues around other things. So I'm never going to question just where, like, you having that. Like, you, me saying, like, oh, you should trust me doesn't work. I just feel like I probably need to do a better job earning that. Um, because as you say... I, I don't think so. I, I would never cheat on you mostly because, like, I don't have time to cheat on you. But, um, yeah, <laughs> but I feel like I need to do a better job helping you feel confident in that. I don't think so. I don't okay. think because I don't think that you can do that. I, because when you have that fear... What you're craving and what you want is that person to just all of a sudden show up and say, I've decided not to go on the trip and you're the only one for me and I'm going to run my fingers through your hair. And that's that's not a solution. That's, yeah. that's uh, quelling an irrational fear. Yeah. Right? If, if, you've, if you start changing behavior like that, and these are work trips, uh, um, Pepper's husband's going on. Um, but if you, if you start changing your social behavior around it, I think that's a problem that needs like a deep dive from a, a therapist. Um, but if it's just that, um, he, and so many people have to travel for work and if, and if he could just do a little bit extra to help, um, it sounds like that would help the hubs. Hope that answers the question. What do you got next? There are many questions about my need for, um, just order and efficiency and cleanliness, which I talk about a lot on this podcast and then kind of living with people who are, um, 
orange slabs. So how we balance that? Uh, that's that sounds like a Kim answer. <laughs> it's hard. It is a it is it and and saying let me let me go when I've when I've mentioned like neat freak versus slob, there are a lot of comments like oh get over just leave the dishes in the sink. I don't work that way. It's like saying to somebody, oh, just get over your depression. You know what I mean? So get over it. Get over it. Um, I, my brain actually can't, the way I'm wired, I, I do see the clutter and my brain actually doesn't work well in clutter. I know for a lot of people, I think there's even like studies and science of like a cluttered desk is a more creative person. Good for you. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Not for me. Um, for example, pen, when you go into the garage, does it bother you that there's like leaves and pollen all over the garage floor? No, the garage is outdoors. <laughs> so I, it's been driving me bananas and I just like, I want to spend an hour just sweeping out the garage. Yeah. I also never spend time in the garage because you get the garage because of cold. So it's, what do you mean because of cold? You get the garage. It, like I can't park my car in the garage because cold. Yeah. Our garage only fits one car. So, um, but, but by the way, I'm the person that cleans out the garage. So, but little things like the fact that there are leaves all over the garage and bother me. They just don't bother Penn. That doesn't mean that I'm the only one that cleans. So our, we've, I've done a better job assigning chores to the kids. I've done a better job. Penn will do it if I ask him. And it is a little annoying to have to constantly ask, but that's just like what a list. So on a Saturday or Sunday, here are the 10 things I need you to do. Um, and I, I have had, I have, done a better job of getting over the fact that like my kids when they put away laundry just kind of stuff it in a drawer and I have to like close the drawer and just kind of go with that um but other than that it's it is a daily thing and we're about to go in spring break with our kids and we are renting a house and I know it's going to drive me bananas because it's not a hotel it's not a hotel that somebody comes in and like makes the beds and all that stuff and I'm gonna have to daily nag you know honestly when there's less other stuff to do I think I think our kids will like, will, you know, not as much TV to watch. There's beaches. There's you know a little bit more energy in the fact that they're not having to go to school. I think that they'll make their own beds. I think they'll do you know twenty minutes of chores if they need to. If they need to. And uh, and just on on my side of it, um, not sure if you asked for it, but of course. So I I try when you're a slob. Like me, when you were that kind of person who's just okay with the chaos around you, and it actually sometimes is, it, it, it almost feels more comfortable to have an extra cup somewhere on a table or a, you know, a chair that's, that's not tucked all the way underneath the, the table. You have to, you have to think it's, it, it, if you have the deficiency, you have to make an effort to think of what these things are and, and how to do them. So, um, Kim has done a good job verbalizing what her biggest pet peeves are. And she gives them to me one at a time. And I don't know if she knows she's doing this, but she's like slowly trying to uh, house train me with one thing at a time that I need to do. And however long it takes for that one thing to get done, then she'll bring the next thing up and then she'll really kind of, I'm not going to say, puppy. not going to say harp on me, but really kind of focus on <laughs> what that next thing is. Not really nagging, but harp or no, to be positive about it and say, um, you know, here, here's, here's where the shoes go. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, and, hey, family. Yeah. I know you think the shoes go right in the middle of the hallway here's for, where they go. For, for me to trip over yep. them, but here's this basket. Um, so, so what I do is I try to, I'm making an effort to put my shoes away now that I didn't used to make. And then the next thing she came up with, not came up with, but has always had, was, uh, was tucking the, the chair in underneath the table, right? Which is madness to me. It makes no sense. I think chairs should be wherever they feel like being. And I understand that she doesn't feel that way. And so now I'm making an effort every time I go by a chair to put it under the table. Uh, there are many, many, many other things. Um, we all know about the toilet paper changing. The one thing we don't struggle with is leaving the toilet seat down because I always sit down when I pee. <laughs> it just solved the problem because I never, ever remembered. Oh, that is not true, by the way. You have left it up and I have. Like, That's Pen Charles. Okay. If it's happening, it's Pen Charles. I, have, I cannot remember the last time I've stood up to pee in this house. Now in another house, like when you're not around, oh, it feels great. <laughs> pee all over the rim, not even aiming. It's awesome. But in this house, even when we started dating, I was like, this is how it's going to be. for the. Re- I, I want to spend the rest of my life with this woman. I'm going to sit down I'm when I pee. I'm going to sit down when I pee. Okay. Uh, maybe do we have time for another one? Sure. Okay. Uh, Alicia, how soon after I start dating can I show my real me 
I don't mean casual mean. I mean me. I mean my depression, my deep need for alone time, my insecurities, etc. The things that only come uh, that only a few people get to see. That's a good question. Uh, I mean, we could we could speak to our experience in that. I think that's the only way we can. Yeah. Right. I would well. I would with. I would start by saying, it's going to come out eventually. So mm-hmm. let's do it before we get married. <laughs> I think you know you and I when we started dating. You know, it, of course, we connect. We talked a lot, and I think I mentioned my. And I was twenty seven when we started dating. Um, I first of all, we had started talking on the phone. And we were hadn't even gone on a date yet, but we were talking on the phone, like old school, not even texting. And I, my mom had come over because I was getting a colonoscopy. So one of the first, I think I the this. second conversation we had, and you're like, um, hey, do you want to um, like meet me out after work? I'm like, I can't because I'm going to be pooping my brains That's out. That's right. Yeah. And so we, and I'm like, I have this thing called ulcerative colitis and yeah. And then, and you, it was so funny. You called to check on me and my mom answered the phone and you're like, you're like, hi, um, Mrs. Harris, uh, this is Penn Holderness. And I, I was just watching this um, show in the solar system and it had that whole thing about Uranus. So I was um, wondering how Kim was. And it was like really cute and funny. <laughs> did I really use that line? Yes, I did. <laughs> what was your mom's thought? She laughed. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Your mom's. She's on Team Pen. Yeah. Um, she was just so happy I wasn't dating those other losers. Um, I know. Again, the bar was so low. I, know, I don't think I'm a I good know, example for that. Magnet. All right. So but we, I would say like very soon. I don't think you need to sit down first date. Like, cheers. Like, here's my anxiety and depression. Um, but I think we established ground rules very early because I was, I'm like, hey, listen, you should go out and like do all that stuff. But right now I've had a long day at work and I'm over talking to people right now. And this is how I manage and so in a very like nice way, I, I think we did that pretty early. If he doesn't love the real you, you should leave him. You are amazing. Okay? The real you is the person sitting in front of me bearing her soul. The fake you can go pound salt. Let him see the real you. And if he doesn't love it, it wasn't meant to be. I would say that's Dr. Phil. That was, I don't know if you guys could tell this. Thank you, Dr. Phil. I, I would say as as early as you can. And you know what? There's nothing we have we have learned that authenticity and being your real self is always rewarded. Yeah. And it's very cute, right? It's adorable that you're even asking this question because it means you really like the person. Yeah. Right. If you're thinking about it, it means you really like this dude. So yeah. congratulations on and that. It's worth it, right? He He's worth it. And here's the other thing. Ready for this? If you if you show the real you and he leaves, good. Yeah, you dodged because a bullet. Because the other option is you get married mm-hmm. and it kind of oozes its way out. And guess, what's happen- guess what happens then? You have to get divorced. And that's not fun. <laughs> and it's really expensive. Right. So, so that's, yeah. I would, I would just, uh, I, would, I would go that way. And also just adorable, whoever asked, asked that question, yeah. because it means you really like this guy. Yeah. And I, I would say, and even in friendships, like I don't want to, I, I rarely, I mean, I don't know. I have like some cool female connections I've made and it's, they are 100%, like it's a deeper connection because I've been able to say like, I, I love you. I want to be around you, but also I don't like. I don't need to be around people all the time. So, so Kim, uh, any more questions? Or are there we was feeling... like, there was a lot of questions, but I feel like we can save them for uh, another podcast. Okay, okay. I mean, we're. I mean, not to produce like on the air right now, but we're at about forty minutes. <laughs> How are we feeling about that? Feel pretty good. I feel good about okay. it. Okay. See, th- that's that's really we normally cut that part out and we figure out how long we're going. Uh, Forty minutes is a really good workout if you're if you're going high intensity. If Karen is, by the way, should we talk about why we talk about Karen as like this like just general name? I always say Karen if you're on the treadmill, like ramp it up and everything, because there was this woman named Karen, bless her, who would just send me really mean direct messages through Instagram about like, oh, you've gained weight or you look ugly or whatever. Like she just or every single thing I posted, she had a really negative something to say, and so. I and eventually just blocked her because obviously I wasn't 
like it was causing her some mental anguish to see me online. So I ended up blocking her. But that's how Karen has become this kind of catch-all name. But that being said, there are Karens in our life who we really, really love. And the Karens that are in this community, we love you. I don't, I don't think any of them think that you're talking directly to them, do they? I know, but okay. people are like, what's wrong with Karen? Oh, got it, what got happened it, got with it. Karen? Okay, yeah. Okay, no, well, good. I know, I, because there's, there, there's like a C-A-R-Y-N who's on the treadmill all the time, and she says she's listening to the podcast. So that, Karen, we love you. Yes, thank you, Karen. And thank you, people with other names. <laughs> all the names. Even if, you, even if you're not named Karen, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, if you got anything out of this, well... <laughs> Thank you for listening. Will you tag us on Instagram? We're at the Holderness Family. And we're asking you to do a lot of things. Yes. So subscribe helps other people find us. And like the weird iTunes, Spotify algorithm world, like if you subscribe to the podcast, like boost it so other people find it. So that would be super cool. Thank you for listening. Our next podcast will be about... We're not really sure. We're going to figure it out. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.